Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Yeah, anybody bothered to watch the news today? So I woke up this morning, turned on the news. <clears throat> Not even regular CNN or Fox, none of that bullshit. I don't, I don't, uh, mainstream media is a joke these days. I don't even bother with it. So I'm just kind of watching this, uh, kind of this podcast on, on some alternative news channel. And I come to find out overnight that in Sydney, Australia, the government there, has decided to send the military out into the streets against the people to enforce the lockdowns because people are tired of being locked down, losing their businesses, their jobs, their kids going nuts because they can't go to school, all this bullshit, right? So, wow, way to go. An ally of the United States actually sent out military personnel in the streets of Sydney, Australia to force you to stay in your damn house. Way to go. Check one for liberty, right? Come on, man. That's some crazy shit Stalin would do. And also, I heard something, maybe in France or somewhere that, uh, anyway, one country, I forget which one it was, somewhere over there, that um, the government, if you're one of these people they call a dissenter, they're actually using the cell phone companies to turn off your SIM card so you no longer have access to the Internet. So you can't go on the Internet, you can't post your thoughts, opinions, Way to go, free speech, right? See, these these people, I don't know, I get so frustrated. And then you hear these talking heads in our country. Don't worry, I'll get off this rant in a minute and get to more important stuff. But I see Don Lemon and that asshole Cuomo, the, the guy who's the brother of the governor of New York, right, on CNN, just flat out saying, yeah, if you haven't been vaccinated, I don't know what to say about these other people that haven't been vaccinated. Um, or, you know, maybe we should just tell them you can't go to the grocery store until you're vaccinated. You can't go to work until you're vaccinated. You can't go to a ball game until you're vaccinated. How damn cruel are these people on the far left? Now, I'm not talking about, you know, the standard, like some people I know are a little bit liberal, things like that. There's a difference between being liberal and being fucking freaking cruel. Excuse my language. And I just made a comment to uh, a guy by the name of Larry Sanger, who was one of the co-founders of Wikipedia, and he got away from that because he didn't like any of the bullshit that Wikipedia peddles these days. So he actually wanted to di totally distance himself from that. And uh, so I just made a comment to him, like, all right, that right there, CNN and the other mainstream media that actually will go so far as to say things like that, 
that is the face of American tyranny. I want to ask those people who are on the left, not just general people on the left, like I know liberal friends. I, I totally get it. People on the far left, so that's, the, you know, especially when it comes to the abortion debate, and I'm not going to weigh in on that or anything, but it's like, you know, people say, my body, my choice. And now that other people who have issues with not wanting to take the vaccine, well, it's your body and still their choice. One of the, see, so it's not about the argument per se. It's about the power and the control is all that tells me. Anybody that tells you that you, you or anybody else should not be able to go to the grocery store or to work if you haven't had this vaccine, which, by the way, is not FDA approved. Now, I've been vaccinated. All right, just nobody's business, but I'll tell you. And no, I don't really like when people ask me that either when you're out somewhere. It's almost, you know, I, I, I want to ask them an inappropriate question right back, but I'm just too nice to do it. But, you know, I have a friend of mine. She's very concerned. She has a tendency to have seizures. And her and her doctor are very concerned about her getting this virus, this vaccine. Because she's a school teacher, and now the, the school systems may mandate that she has to have the vaccine or she can't go to work. She's nine years away, ten years away from early retirement, collected her pension. And all of a sudden, she may lose her job because she and her doctor made a decision that it's probably not in her best interest to take the vaccine based off of information that the doctor has read that, you know, this might cause a reaction to her having seizures again. Wow. Don Lemon doesn't think that that lady should uh, have her kids at home and, and send to school or should be able to go to the grocery store. And Cuomo would put her out of work and, you know, make her lose her home. What kind of asshole is that much of a tyrant? And I look around at these political parties, and you're seeing them everywhere, man. Their, their colors are, they're, they're not even hiding these days. And to my friends that are on the right, I'm going to ask you one thing. Um, I know some people who are big-time Trump supporters and all this. For those of you on the, on the Republican side of the aisle, what has a Republican done in the last year to defend liberty and freedom other than a little bitch here and there on CNN or Fox News? Or like Lindsey Graham, I'll get to the bottom of it, Lindsey Graham, who never does a damn thing. Um, what has one Republican done to earn your vote in the last year? And that's a scary proposition, too. We have two sides of the aisle that seem to be some of the most weak-willed, but like tyrannical mindset people that I've seen in my lifetime. And it's absolutely frightening. And when you see what Australia did overnight, do I doubt that Joe Biden would do that shit? Not for a second. Do I doubt that George Bush would have done something like that? Not for a second. So, you know, I'm an equal opportunity thinking these guys are a-holes. All right, that beside the point, culture wars, man. Let's kind of talk a little bit about that because there's, I've been listening, I've been watching a lot of uh, Bill Burr comedy and Dave Chappelle. Those guys are all over Netflix. I've been watching these and just laughing my butt off. But, you know, these two guys, if you go follow them, if you go find some videos on YouTube, you're going to see these guys ranting left and right about this cancel culture and uh, just, just how ridiculous this culture is right now. That you can't even, that it's even hard to do comedy sometimes. And, uh, you know, I agree with them because 
I'll set up and I'll watch some of the comedy channels late at night on that Pluto app. And I'll watch some of these you know, younger stand-up comedians. And I'm watching that and I'm like, none of this shit is funny. Like, none of it's even funny. I mean, these guys are about as funny as Hollywood is original right now. You know, and and we all know that uh, that's not the case. So it's it's kind of ridiculous. So I'm just waiting. I'm just, you know, it's for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction, and I cannot wait to see that pendulum swing back the other way. I want it to hit a healthy medium. I don't want a bunch of you know, a hole comedians being mean all the time, like you know, like the like the tyrannical left is right now. But like. I want to see politically incorrect Charlie Brown movies at Christmas, for God's sake. None of the none of the regular stuff, because I mean, you can't even say the word Jesus on TV anymore without people freaking out. Uh, thanks, Apple and ABC and CBS, candy answers. Um, but I can't wait to see some like I want to see some politically incorrect Charlie Brown stuff. Like, like here's some shows that should have been made. Like your mom's a bitch, Charlie Brown. <laughs> that one totally should have been made. At some point. When this happens, I actually want to be one of the writers on this. This would be great. Or wrong bathroom, Peppermint Patty. Now, that's culturally appropriate right now. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind to see. I, I'm so sick and tired of seeing like these reboots. Like the Wonder Years. Every time I bring the Wonder Years back, it's like, oh, my God. That's about as bad as like making Bewitched, that movie, even though Will Ferrell was in it. It's like, really? No. Are we so out of ideas that we're doing Bewitched again? Why don't we just reboot I Dream of Genie and, like, Dynasty? <laughs> you know? Let's start Miami Vice again. Come on. But, um, oh, wait, they are. I totally forgot about that. But I want, like, a, I want to reboot. If there has to be a reboot of one of them. Um, I want Archie Bunker, but I want Louis Farrakhan living next door because I want fireworks. Now, how awesome would that be? Archie Bunker living next door to Louis Farrakhan. That would be pretty freaking amazing. I wonder who would play a modern-day Archie Bunker. I wonder who could pull that off. Um, oh, another question, man. I've been on Twitter today, and everybody has medical advice for everybody. It's like everybody's son. When did everybody become a doctor? And now everybody's masking up again. Like, do these damn things work, or do they not work? You know, I mean, we've been told... Both sides a million times, but then wear two masks if you want. You know what? What I mean, you know, I don't. I just, I just don't get it. I mean, lockdowns obviously didn't work, and I guess this is the only variant Delta, the only variant of a virus ever in mankind history that actually got stronger instead of weaker. God, come on, who who believes that bullshit? I mean, I learned that in biology when I was in high school. But like I said, man, a lot of the stuff is just about power. I saw a funny meme on the, on Twitter earlier today. A guy asked his doctor when COVID was going to end. And the doctor said, I don't know. I'm just a doctor, not a politician. Ouch. Ouch. All right. Does anybody even trust Fauci or your governors at this point? Like every time my governor says something, I just hear like Charlie Brown school teacher voice like, wah, wah, wah. Don't even care. Just like, and locking down. No, I don't, I don't think people are going to lock down. Even if somebody like tried to order us to lock down, which there's no constitutional right to order anybody to do this shit. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. California would comply. <laughs> That's for sure. But anybody else, I don't know. I mean, even in Michigan, people are so sick of that governor up there. But 
I, I don't know. I don't even know if anybody knows what the hell they're talking about, any of these doctors, politicians. I know Biden doesn't. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Ten minutes of watching him at a press conference, it's like, it's painful. But let's get to some better stuff. All right. I, I was actually thinking about all these cool historical events. And did you ever kind of think about, like, hey, if I could find, like, ten people I could have a beer with, I'd want to have a beer with these people or whatever. And I started thinking about that, like, people I'd want to have a beer with, and then historical events I'd love to be at if I could go back in time and, like, visit, you know. And so I thought, you know, let's go off the beaten path with some of these people I want to have a beer with. And I was actually writing this to a friend of mine. Uh, Benjamin Franklin will be the first person at the top of my list. And I'm going to tell you why in a few minutes when I get into this historical thing. But another one I wanted to have a beer with was like Hemingway. Now, let me clarify. Don't get me wrong here. I don't want to drink with him. He's angry. He's violent. He beats the hell out of people. He was notorious for that. What I want to do is I want to drink in the same pub just to see what kind of legendary hell that he'd raise that people talked about all these decades later. Another person, like you'd think, like, hey, I'd like to have a beer with you know, JFK or a president or whatever. I don't want to have a beer with any of these politicians, but I do want to have a beer with Bill Clinton's publicist. Um, you get enough drinks in somebody like that. Can you imagine the stories that he or she could tell? I mean, as long as they don't tell Bill and Hillary and then I'm on that, like, kill list. Because I don't give a shit who you are. Nobody knows enough people that had 52 friends that committed suicide. That shit doesn't happen. Another one. This is going to stretch him way back. Does anyone remember Jimmy Swagger, the old televangelist from the 80s? This guy was selling out arenas, right, going around traveling and uh, with, his, with his show. Can you imagine getting a few drinks into that guy, what... This old disgraced televangelist would tell you, like, hey, back in my day when I was real rich and famous, I used to do this. And like, oh, my God. We never knew that. Uh, maybe get him and Jim Baker in the same bar, all right, telling stories of debauchery. <laughs> That'd be classic. Now, that, that's actually a book and a movie of the week right there. Uh, I, would, uh, I would totally be into that. You know who I'd really love to have a beer with? Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, Bigfoot. I said it. Can you imagine the sad stories from the bottom of the bottle that this poor bastard would tell you? No one believes in me. I don't even believe in myself anymore. Wah, wah. <laughs> to me, it'd just be funny. And you know who else I'd love to have a beer with? I don't want to go back in time and have a beer with Frank Sinatra because I never want to meet my heroes because they're probably jerks. I want to have a beer with a ghost of Frank Sinatra. Real smug son of a bitch he is. He'd be just yapping on and on about how he did it his way and all that. But at least I could walk out of the room when I've had enough of this ghost. Um, who would you have a beer with? Who's your top four or five? Pick some people. Pick some people, you know. Um, drop me an email, cyrus.alderwood at gmail.com. Give me your list of people you want to have a beer with or a glass of wine or whatever, whatever the heck it is you drink. Um, here's, like, some interesting stuff. I was uh, thinking also about historical events, and I was writing to my friend about this too. Uh, events that I want, to, I would like to be at. Um, now, some of them, like you can pick, like easy ones, like "Hey, I want to be there for the signing of the Declaration of Independence," or you know, uh, you know, the day that Germany was defeated or Japan surrendered, you know, in Times Square. All these famous events, you know the. Uh, Gettysburg Address, you know, something, no, 
that's easy. I want to go to events where I could totally screw something up. Like, the well, one, one cool event I would actually want to be at um, would be the fall of the Berlin Wall, for real. Just because, how cool would, would that be to see families that have been apart for 40, almost 45 years coming together um, and just you know, experiencing freedom for the first time people had? How cool would that be? Another event I would be at would be the moon landing if they could get me into space. Now, don't get me wrong here. I believe it happened. But I would be in the video camera, like in the camera shot, that guy hopping around on the moon in the background with a sign that said, it's a hoax, <laughs> just to get that stuff started. That would, to me, that would be, that would be amazing. So also think about events, historical events that you would want to be at and uh, drop me an email. Let me, those, let me know those too and why. And uh, I'll just randomly read some of these off on a future podcast here. Ah, let me take a drink of my Pepsi. But there's some really funny historical events that I always thought would be kind of cool to be at. Um, and I'm going to just uh, go over a handful of these. After World War One, the Australian military started what was called the Great Emu War. Now, you see those Liberty, Liberty, Liberty commercials on TV, those, you know, the insurance company, the Emu. Well, they had this, a way overpopulated number of Emus. So they had this. Uh, so after World War One, the military comes back, and they try. They started this great Emu War, where they tried to to call them with machine guns. So after like six days of like just firing rounds of ammunition, you know, uh, not one Emu was killed. <laughs> so they actually stopped and declared it to be an Emu victory in the end. I would like to have been there, um, simply because. Can you imagine if you wrote for the newspaper? And you wrote like a Hunter S. Thompson kind of gonzo, gonzo uh, type of article for the papers. How they fired thousands of rounds and never hit one. Um, what the hell were they doing in World War II? Why did anybody want them on their side? Yeah, it would it would be kind of funny. Here's another event that I would love to have been at. And this is kind of a little known fact, but in the entire state of Ohio in the year 1895, there were only two cars on the road in the entire state. And did you know that those drivers of those two cars crashed into each other? <laughs> that, to me, uh, would have been a great place to be at. I mean, I would just love to have been there to see that. Like, are, you really have to be kidding me. I mean, there's there's so many uh, politically incorrect jokes I can make there at that, but I'm, I'll leave it to you. I know you're thinking it. You know why? Because we're not that politically correct here. Um, let me jump into why I wanted to have a beer with Ben Franklin. Okay, this, this is pretty funny. In the late 1700s, this letter shows up in a London newspaper complaining that England was being forced to take all these deported French prisoners. And the British were furious and they just wanted it stopped because they didn't want these Frenchies in their country. Well, the French became upset. Uh, because the the uproar about this implied that England was too good for the French prisoners. Okay, so both governments became involved. They actually were on the brink of war before all of it was revealed as a hoax. That's, I'm not kidding. The original letter, years later, people learned, had been written by none other than Benjamin Franklin, who was spending six months in England as an ambassador 
and was bored to tears and just started stirring up shit because he could. That's funny. All right, here's a bloody his piece of history that I don't want to be in the middle of the bloodshed, but I would like to have been there at this event just to witness this. You know, I, mooning. Yeah, I said it, mooning. Dropping your pants and showing your ass. The first mooning in recorded history was in the year 66 AD. Uh, a Roman soldier happened to just, I don't know why, he mooned these Jewish pilgrims on their way to Jerusalem. Well, apparently some of the men in the crowd got really offended, because I guess, you know, for, for their women. This caused a riot. And the course of Roman military fashion, they over-respond with death and destruction. That ended in the death of thousands of Jews and, uh, and some Romans along that way. Wow. All because of the first recorded mooning. Yeah, that would have been another Gonzo Chronicle, uh, Gonzo article that uh, Hunter S. Thompson could have wrote. And that's just that's just crazy. Um, anyway, yeah, those are some events I'd like to have been at in history. Uh, John Lennon being shot. I don't know if I'd want to be right there, but I'd want to be on the scene, somehow blaming Yoko Ono and spreading that rumor. Um, yeah. Those are just some. Those are some some of the places that I would rather be. Right. So what uh, what infamous historical place would you want to be? Um, what kind of fun stuff would you do? Who would you have a beer with? Like I said, drop me an email, cyrus.alderwood at gmail.com. Usually I direct you to my website, but I seldom ever updated that thing, so the website's gone. I don't have a website now. I'm just on social media. Find me on Facebook, yeah, Cyrus Alderwood, or look up the Gonzo Chronicles. There's a fan page for that there. Like me on all of them. By God. And don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast and uh, subscribe. Leave a comment, a ranking for me. I'd appreciate the hell out of that. And yes, in typical fashion, if you're not reading anything, get your butt over to Amazon, look up Cyrus Alderwood, and pick up the first and second book of the Gonzo Chronicles. The third one is in process, I promise. It's just been a hectic, hectic year with a lot going on. And those of you who know me personally know the issues that uh, I've slowed things down, but I'm on to another writing project in addition to the Gonzo Chronicles. These things, I've already got the first like eight books planned out. These are reportedly funny. Catch up on the first one or two. You won't regret it. Your mother might, but you won't. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in to the Gonzo Chronicles. I certainly appreciate it, and I'll see you on down the road.